Welcome to Creative Biolab Science Channel. As an experienced expert and reliable partner, Creative Biolabs is proficient in lipid-based drug delivery and functional liposome development. With versatile methods, diverse products, superior quality, and fast turnaround, we are confident to provide optimum solutions tailored to boost your R&D projects. Dear friends in the audience, you are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. As our sharing guest, Dr. Smith comes to our program today as promised. There is a lot of interesting knowledge waiting for us to explore. I believe everyone is looking forward to his arrival. Let's welcome Dr. Smith with warm applause. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Smith? Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Beth. It is quite nice to see you again. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. Remember our interesting discussion last Saturday? Anyone familiar with cytology experiments knows that plasmid DNA transfection is a very common experiment. Currently, many transfection methods and related reagents have been developed to improve transfection efficiency. The liposome method began in 1987, and the emergence of this method has greatly improved the transfection efficiency, transfection stability, and reproducibility. Neutral liposomes use lipid membranes to wrap DNA and introduce DNA into cell membranes with the help of lipid membranes. Different from positively charged cationic liposomes, of which DNA is not pre-embedded in liposomes, negatively charged DNA is automatically bound to positively charged liposomes. Subsequently, the DNA cationic liposome complexes are adsorbed to the negatively charged cell membrane surface and imported into cells through endocytosis. The formation process of DNA liposome complexes and the characterization of genosomes were discussed in detail in the last episode. Today we are going to continue to explore the classic knowledge related to DNA liposome complexes. Where do we start, Dr. Smith? I suggest we start by presenting the theory of the genosome, in terms of its activity and stability. The genosome is stable when diluted with non-electrolytes, as can be concluded from the linearity of the Beer-Lambert law, which is the basic law of spectrophotometry. It is used to describe the relationship between the absorption of light of a certain wavelength and the properties of the material through which the light is traveling. However, in the presence of electrolytes, genosomes aggregate and precipitate. Therefore, their stability against aggregation is much higher if they are formed in an environment of low ionic strength. What does the concentration of electrolytes indicate that is so critical for genosome aggregation and precipitation? This suggests that there is a delicate balance between attractive and repulsive forces during the interaction. Therefore, if the ionic strength is higher during complex formation, precipitation is much more pronounced than if the prefabricated genosome is placed in the same solution. So, what is the reason for the apparent reduction in the aggregation of complexes formed at low ionic strength? The DLVO obeys qualitatively after formation, while electrostatic forces are attractive during complex formation, and it appears that faster reactions and stronger interactions at low ionic strength prevent large-scale aggregation. It can also be understood that the lifetime of the electrically neutral complex is shorter. However, quantitative calculations are much more difficult due to the limitations of the validity of the Poisson-Boltzmann equation at these high surface charges. From another perspective, it is also possible that the association force between attractive ions plays a role. 
At higher surface charges, counterions are bound closer to the surface. I got it. Then, what are the possible causes for the aggregation of particles? Aggregation of particles may occur through the so-called bridging attraction, where one polymer interacts with two liposomes and aggregates them. For the instance, dough-based genosomes are known to aggregate within tens of minutes. This is possible through the fibrous structure observed in these samples as well as the dotab DNA system observed through electron microscopy. In our previous discussions, we have learned about the electrostatics of DNA and liposomes. Would you like to briefly review the theoretical aspects of this interaction? I would very much like to. While this is an extremely complex interaction, we will discuss some specific situations. Although some doubt the adequacy of the Poisson-Boltzmann equation for these complex cases, we believe it can still yield meaningful results and avoid the use of various statistical lattice models. One reason is that electrostatic interactions appear to be the dominant force in genosome formation. The easiest way to do this is to use Coulomb's law. It states that the force between two charges is proportional to the charge, and inversely proportional to the square of the separation. This expression is equivalent to the interaction of one charge with the electric field of another charge. Generally speaking, the formation of DNA liposome complexes takes place in a non-vacuum environment. Does this equation also apply? Not really. Unlike the potential of point charges in a vacuum, the potential around DNA-like rod-like molecules and liposome-like spherical particles in solutions with a dielectric constant can be described by more complex equations. Therefore, the interaction potential is the product of two charges multiplied by geometric factors and the effects of solvent and solute. Solvent and solute are defined by the dielectric constant and Debye length of the medium. Could you introduce more about what kinds of situations the interactions between DNA and liposomes are divided into? There are four different situations. The interaction between DNA and liposomes, short-range and long-range interactions, and the interaction between DNA helices at different angles. These four cases can serve as the basis for a simple theoretical model that simulates DNA lipid complexes. In addition, the first three cases are all within the limits of low ionic strength and high ionic strength. Can DNA liposome interactions be calculated? The basic paper on the Poisson-Boltzmann equation may be the starting point for various calculations of DNA liposome interactions. Unlike this mean field model, quantum chemistry and molecular dynamics allow the calculation of electrostatic interactions. This depends on the molecular structure with a sufficiently small number of interacting atoms. Such calculations could be used to assess the different interactions of various cationic lipids with DNA and better reveal the ambiguous structure-activity relationship. You just mentioned the Debye length briefly. How is this data generally described? In genosome preparation, most workers mix DNA and liposomes at very low ionic strength, so Debye lengths may be between 50 and 100 nanometers. However, in the case of physiological ionic strength, the Debye length is about 1 nanometer. Well, we've talked about DNA liposome interactions and some parameters such as Debye length. What are the important roles of changes in these parameters? These parameters determine not only the interactions between liposomes and DNA, liposomes and liposomes, and DNA and DNA, but also the interactions between all intermediate structures during genosome formation, including DNA and lipids changes in body structure. 
Obviously, there are many other forces, from many attractive forces such as van der Waals. This can become important when the aforementioned electrostatic forces bring particles close enough to a series of repulsive forces. However, the method described above is far from a complete description of the system. It clearly represents a framework for where one must start to gain theoretical insight into the formation and structure of the genosome. So much for our content today. Thanks to Dr. Smith for his wonderful science popularization. And thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. See you next time. Thank you. I hope we will see you next time.